Hello and welcome to the first episode of Rhythm and News for the spring 2020 semester. I am Elise Ellis, one of the arts and entertainment editors, and I am currently joined by Jarris, who will give his own introduction now. Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Jarris. Um, I'm from Prince George's County, Maryland. So I studied study here at USC um, jazz vocal performance. Um, let's see. <laughs> what else can I tell you about myself? Um, yeah, I've always sung. I started singing in church and I from there I've just taken off and felt like singing. Okay, so I guess starting with your background, we're both from Washington, D.C., or the area. I'm very familiar with your high school. He went to Duke Ellington School of the Arts, which is just like a really important school in Washington, D.C. A lot of people know D.C. for like politics, but we do have like very thriving arts scene. So tell me a little bit about your time at Duke Ellington and how that kind of has influenced what you do now. Wow. My time at Duke. <laughs> Well, okay. My time at Duke was like definitely an experience worth remembering. Like that's just something that that you can only get at Duke. So basically, a little background. Like, so it's a performing arts high school. Like much like um, the TV show Fame or the movie, both um, in Washington. I mean, in New York. So we had um, academics in the morning and then arts classes in the evening. Like the school days from eight to five p.m. every day. Um, Monday through Friday and if you're like me who did stuff like show choir like I was in rehearsal every day for hours after school then getting on the train then going home like that was my day but there like I was classically trained and from there that's like kind of where everything opened up for me like as a possibility like to really do it as a career and really um, like take artistry like to like a, a different level like yeah so duke definitely opened up my world to jazz and like where i'm at now studying jazz at usc like taught me like everything i know and um where i'm at and like just the whole structure of like how things work like how organized you should be like the yeah the the, the practice of it all so just from knowing you and talking to you, I know that one of your influences is Marvin Gaye, who's also from Washington, D.C. Yes. Tell me a little bit about the other artists, I won't name one, who you pull <laughs> influence from and kind of what you admire in them. I'm um, yes, yeah, so Marvin Gaye, love, love his voice, his range, ridiculous, but who I love most dearly <laughs> ever is John Legend. My absolute all-time favorite artist. Like, if you know me, you know John Legend is not far from my lips. Like, I'm going to be talking about him. <laughs> He's, like, such for me. Like, John is, like a great artist like all around like musically he's even outside of music like just he seems like a really genuine person and just educated and really like active in the community and just trying to do something make a difference in the world like that's huge and that i think that's just like really cool how you can unpack that like even in his music and like in his art that's cool so john yeah love um i listen to al green a lot like love al green his voice is just really really cool really different same with like al Giro. um 
Nat King Cole, um, big top on my list. Um, yeah, he's just <laughs> compositionally like amazing. Like his his works are really good um, and vocally too smooth. Um, Robin Thicke, I listen to him a lot. Um, and Layla Hathaway, let us see. Um, and of course, the greats, you know, Beyonce, Rihanna, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are my dude. Oh, I'm hitting a lot. So you talked a bit about kind of the discipline within jazz and kind of music in general that Duke Ellington gave you. What are some of the lessons you've learned now that you're practicing at USC? Hmm. The lessons I've learned. Let's think. Okay, so I've, since I've been able to like apply like everything into from what I've learned in the, from Duke into USC, like. For me, at least, like, the biggest lesson I've learned would be, like, with people and really just, like, going out there and, like, talking to people, meeting people, working with people because you, like, never know who people are and um, just, like, never know, like, how they think. So, like, people, I've come across some amazing talents while I'm here. So just, like, talk to people and just, just be open and just be willing to, like, get to know people and work with them. How do you think you've grown as an artist in your, I guess, three years here? Wow. I think tremendously, I feel like just I've gotten like a bigger perspective on like what it actually is like that I'm trying to get into and like what I'm trying to do and what I'm doing um, and really like everything behind it. So like I thought I had like foundation work before I came here, but like coming here like gave me like real foundation work I feel like okay like at Duke when I mean like Duke gave me like vocally foundation but coming at USC was like um, professionally a foundation of everything of like how to take things to the next level to the professional level so yeah I mean they really taught me everything like the business of things um, and like what to do with my voice and like how to do that um, how to do things more like consistently like what you see on TV and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> like a real artist. <laughs> so I know that you plan to release music in the future and you are performing some original music at USC's upcoming Gear Fest, which is this coming Saturday, March 7th, I think. Um, describe to me your sound and what you, you talked a bit about these artists who have influenced, I guess, the community and generations with their music. How do you want to do that with your music? Mm. Wow. So, okay. My sound to describe, to be described as, I describe it as like classic cool love songs. Like, I'm an R&B singer. It's all about love. I tell a love story, or at least I try to tell a love story through my music. Um, whether it's heartbreak, whether it's happy love, you know, finding love, falling in love, falling out of love, um, the cycles of love, like all things love. And... I think this love is just like a powerful thing. And so that's where I also pull that pull from my inspirations, like Marvin Gaye. Like he was a huge activist in his music, I feel like. And like his message and his songs were really something that I pull from that I try to and I try to incorporate in my music. I mean it comes across okay. I try to so when you listen to my music, I always, I like to say like it doesn't necessarily have to be like you're in love with like a person. It doesn't have to be feel that kind of love. Like just love in general. Like you take your own interpretation and like how you're on your own, what you feel and your own experiences and you relate that to the words that I put. And 
you take that and <laughs> you feel how you feel. But um, yes. So for those who don't know, USC's Gear Fest is a music festival, cultural festival put on by the group Creative Experience, which is a group of black creatives on campus. And they meet every Wednesday night and anyone who from singing to painting, if even if you're in like podcasting, can join and be a part of this group. The theme for Gear Fest this year is Ascension, and they describe it as Ascension is the process of spiritual awakening that moves you into an elevated level of consciousness. I myself, when I read this, I automatically thought of artists who relate to kind of like Afrofuturism, so Earth, Wind, and Fire, Janelle Monae, Parliament, Funkadelic, but how do you view this theme and how do you take it into your music as one of the performers? When they told me the theme, I was like, wow, okay what to do with this like i i mean for me like i think d'angelo like i don't know i like his look his old look and his, his sound just thinks of that made me think of d'angelo but i took it as okay well my message is always peace love and hope like you got those three things like you can do so much with just that idea of those three things like it's unbelievable but um so when I looked into my set, I always said, okay, how am I supposed to take that to the next level? And like, how how can that reflect ascension or elevating? So I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to get the message across that like that old feeling, that the old feeling that of peace, hope, and love like we used to have can be taken, can still apply today. Like, so how does that apply to like ascension elevating like you got to take what you which you got to take what we learned from the past and apply it to today because i think it's like and i think it applies like and that'll take us to the next level because i think we forgot like where we came from and like what how we got here and we're kind of lost at this this space so if we take that we can go to the next level um if we look at what we learned what I think not many people know about the USC artistic community is that there are a lot of black creatives. In the past year, we've profiled Damian artist, Aoni, um, a singer, Amir Kelly, an Indian and black artist. You are friends and colleagues with all of these people. How has this community of artists who share your identity helped you in turn? Oh my goodness. So they inspire me so much, like all of those people that you just named, <laughs> and then some. Like, completely inspire me to just like to be motivated and to just to stay in it and just to really grind and really like do what you have to do to get what you to to make sure that your dreams come true. Like, they just because everybody's just like on it, and everybody like all everybody that I'm surrounded with is like doing their thing and like doing the hell out of it. I'm like excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah so that's really just inspired me to just like go for it and like go all in and like don't take no for an answer <laughs> like do what you have to do till, till your dreams come true so for those planning on attending Gear Fest what can they expect from your set are you going to do any covers can you give us like a sneak peek you don't have to sing but describe it to us and put us in that mindset we'll be in on Saturday sure so if you come out on Saturday um, to expect from me I'm doing I'm doing well I'm doing originals I'm doing a lot of originals but I am doing some covers um, but you can expect um, some 
it's just the feel. Like a lot of nobody knows my music because I don't have any music out. But once you do, you'll you'll hear it. It's it's a it'll try to capture you with a, a feel, a sound that's nostalgic. Um, I say propels the past back into propel something that a sound that propels the past into the present, and. Um, you can expect um, good music, good vocals, <laughs> um, something that's something that's not generally seen today um, in terms of sound uh, musically. I think uh, something that's not it's old school. <laughs> I'm just gonna get old school R and B <laughs> um, vibe through the night, um, and yeah. Covers, okay, awesome. Nah, you guys can hear it. You guys come out, come out and hear it. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on the first Thanks episode of Rhythm me. and News. <laughs> and as you say, peace, hope, and love. And stay groovy. Once again, thank you for listening to Rhythm and News and catch our feature on Gearfest in the paper on Monday. Peace out. <laughs>